Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. right here on Infinite Love Talk Radio, and we are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. And you can join us live anytime by calling 347-215-8305 or by joining our chat room throughout the entire show. That is right. You sure can. But right now, we just want you to sit back, relax, and, of course, enjoy the show. That's right. Today we are talking about this crazy, wild, and uninvited bad, can I say, can I repeat, everybody listening, Bad economy. But first, <laughs> let's just say we have a very special guest to bring on the show today a little bit later on that you guys will not want to miss, okay? So now, back to the main topic of today's show. It is the economy. To begin on a good note, Obama does see glimmers of hope. If you guys have been following the news, you would, you would have heard him say we are starting to see progress. And, but experts, on the other hand, they do agree that another round of major government aid is going to be necessary. Uh-oh. President Obama, um, honey, he, he was walking a fine line between optimism and caution because he doesn't want everybody to get too excited and, and too high but also don't get too low. He wants to be very careful in the way that he explains where we're at right now. We, he, he did say that we are starting to see progress. Um, he said that, you know, when he was huddling with his senior members of his economic team at the White House, but he did warn that the country must not flinch at the difficult steps to come. In other words, we need to prepare ourselves because he's going to have to do even more and go after even more um, government money to be able to get us out of the situation that we find ourselves in. Baby, you know, uh, when I'm listening to some of the mm-hmm. words that he says, I, I mean, I, I understand, but when he says don't flinch, that's letting you know that <laughs> he's going to have to do some big things. And, uh, you know, when they talk about having more money, because mm-hmm. initially the $750 billion and now they're saying, uh, you know, how much more would it take? But uh, most experts agree that the 100 to $135 billion that the government has left, and, uh, you know, how do you miss $35 billion? It's either 100 or 
or it's 135. But either way, that's right. They they're saying that they're probably going to need to go to Congress, which will probably be very very reluctant to give them. But they will need another 750 billion from the taxpayers. And you know how hard it was to get the first 750 billion from Congress. It, it's going to be right. very very difficult to get this from Congress again. But it's good to to see some of the words, baby, that that he said. You know, um, obviously optimism and caution and uh, glimmers of hope. Those are words I think that kind of lead us to, to thinking that things could turn around maybe quicker than we anticipated. That's right. But you know, also, honey, behind his words, there is a growing consensus among economists that despite signs that the nation's financial picture is improving, major new government aid is still needed in, the, in this nation, okay, to avoid prolonged economic anemia. And I, I know that they're getting us all prepared and ready, and just like you said, it's going to be pretty difficult, you know, the road ahead. Um, he also states as the, resource, as the rescue effort stretches to include banks, auto companies, and insurance companies, it will require many billions more in bailout funds, especially for the financial system. These experts do say money that the Congress and a recession-weary public may be in no mood to improve. It may come from, you know, some places that we really don't, and it might help places that we don't really care to improve. But we have to look at the long, um, long-term long goals and the bigger picture here and know that, you know, we elected Barack to be our president, and we have to kind of trust that, the you know, the government and the president and everybody is going to do the right thing to, to pull us out of this. I don't think it's going to be a quick fix. Do you, honey? No, I don't think it's going to be a quick fix. I think it's going to take some years. And, when, you know, when you say years, you're talking, you know, maybe 36 months or, or more than that. But I, the, the biggest thing I think that we're going to have to recognize is that as a country, we're going to have to restructure the way that we do things. And not just not just the people, obviously, but you're talking, like you said, the uh, automotive companies, the insurance companies, all these, they, they're going to have to restructure to make sure that these banks are loaning property, the auto companies aren't just going overboard with making so many cars because you have to have a consumer for all the cars that you're making, and now you have an ex, you know, this surplus that it can't go anywhere, but you want bailout money at the same time. So I think that that's what he's saying also is that a restructuring is really going to have to be done so that we know that going forward, once this money is put out there, to help us that everything is going to go in a certain pattern that is really going to be beneficial to our economic system. Oh, most definitely, honey. And I do want to say we're going to take a quick break for a second, but we also want to, again, do station identification. This is Infinite Love Talk Radio right here on Blog Talk. You can join us every Saturday at 5 p.m. We have a wonderful special guest that you guys are not going to want to miss coming and joining us later in the show. But we're talking the economy right now. And I'll take about a 10-second break, and we'll jump right back into it. Right here. Right here. Like you move so fly to me Yeah, them other girls stupid, they ain't riding the beat I wanna jam like jelly if you know what I mean Don't so tell me how you feel and tell me what you're gonna do Baby, you wiggle and I'ma have to wiggle for all you Okay, everybody, the music was getting to us. I know it was a little bit longer than 10 seconds, but guess what? We're right here with you, and we're talking about Barack Obama and the economy. We're going to take a few minutes, and my husband and I are going to share with you some tips 
right now to help you survive this economic downturn. No question about it. And now here are a few tips on surviving this economic climate that is really, really hot, (laughs) y'all. Don't leave your lights and electricity going if not in use unplug all appliances my family would tell you that we try to get after each other all the time every day and tell each other do not leave stuff on okay you're not in that room turn it off but all of us you know we're guilty of sometimes forgetting and going to some do something else and you forget and all of a sudden you come back an hour later and you're like oops to yourself quietly i left this on well we got to stop doing that y'all because guess what it's going to show on that electricity bill when it comes in and if it's triple what it should be then you know you're probably guilty of doing that so try not to leave your lights and electricity going if not in use and make sure you unplug all appliances because energy is still being used even if there's nothing on the other end of that cord that is right baby and if one person does that it can multiply (laughs) very very fast throughout the world Number two, try to save at least 10% of your income in an interest-bearing account. We're talking 401Ks, IRAs, CDs, bonds, just to name a few investment or savings vehicles if you want to call them. But if you can save 10% of your income, you can really, really watch that multiply. And all of a sudden, when it's that rainy day and you need something, you have something to fall back on, no doubt, 10% of your income. That's right. Number three, take public transit. Now, that means metro bus, everybody, or a taxi cab at least once a week to conserve on gas. Gas is back down to a normal, you know, figure, but it's still expensive. And if you're filling your car up every few days because you work across town, it might save you, even though it seems like only a little bit, it will add up at the end of the week or the end of the month. So take public transit when you can at least once a week to conserve on gas. And if you're adventurous, get on your bike, (laughs) no question. Also, share rent and utilities with a trusted, and I'll say that again, trusted roommate if possible, because this right here, I'm telling you, can cut your expenses obviously in half if you have two or three roommates. Obviously, it can cut it to a third or a quarter, but this is where you can really save up some money and make some big strides in an economy that is really pushing people. Get a roommate, get somebody who you can trust, share the bills, and make some giant giant steps oh most definitely that was a great one and number five we have keep all receipts for at least 30 days to help you monitor your cash flow and to budget better if you keep all your receipts at the end of the month just sit down and put it in columns on a piece of blank paper okay this was entertainment this was food this was clothing shopping this was itunes music for everybody out there that loves downloading music and gift cards and all that, keep an itemized list of it, and then you can sit there with a calculator and see exactly what went out, and then calculate on another page what came in, and you can see where you can actually cut back and save money. So keep receipts for 30 days to allow you to monitor your cash flow and spending and also to budget better. Yeah, you know, they're like, they want to throw them away, <laughs> baby. you got to keep them. You are correct. Now, number six. Cut back on entertainment. And I'm not saying don't do it, but check this out. Rent a few movies and watch them at home for less cost as it would be to go out to a movie. Now, you're going to save on gas to go, refreshments, on top of a lot of other things. You already have spent the money on refreshments for your house. You probably got some microwave popcorn. You throw in a great movie and relax, I'm telling you. Cut back on the entertainment. (laughs) Rent some movies. See, my husband's got some great ideas. You guys, you better jot that one down. Number seven, try to pay down your bills as best as you possibly can to save money on interest. Pay them down. You're not going to probably be able to pay them in lump sums or pay them off, but you can say, okay, I owe $50 on this bill, $100 on that bill, $50 on that bill, and 25 on the other. Write out a list and say, I'm going to put 
10 on that one, 20 on that one, 15 on that one, 5 on that one. And keep doing that every time you find yourself getting some money. If you're younger and you, you're living at home still with your parents and they're paying you for doing errands and doing, you know, chores and that sort of thing, if you owe bills like cell phones and different things, put money aside, okay? Out of this $50 I just made for, you know, doing all these different errands and chores for my family, I'm going to put 25 of it towards my bills. The other 25 I can spend on whatever I want. And I bet you we have a beautiful little princess living listening to the show today and I can kinda I can kinda say that she's learning and she's doing really well. It's our daughter. Actually she's she's a teenager now, about to be a young woman and driving this summer. I thought I'd throw that in there too. Um we are gonna be um looking at, you know, her driving and going places in the next two years and it's scary, you guys. So if you are at home, save money because you might end up having to, you know, help your parents buy you a car or you never know. So save some money. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you threw me for a loop there. But check this one out. Plan ahead. Now, there's two ways you can plan ahead. Plan your meals ahead weekly so not to waste money on fast food, convenience stores, all those type of things. Freeze some lasagna, chicken, all that different stuff. Prepare it, freeze it, then all you have to do is throw it in the oven. My wife just said about bills, and you can plan ahead with your bills, too, because you can pay your rent up. If you got a little extra money, like my wife said, pay your rent up for a couple months, and you don't have to worry about about it, save up just a couple of things, plan ahead. Oh, most definitely. And listen to this one, you guys. We're going to round it off. Go out and eat if you must. Now, you know you're going to want to go out and eat, right? Everybody loves to go out to dinner. Well, you can do that, but go with some friends, and then you guys can all order something small off the menu and then share it like a smorgasbord. Not only will you get full, but you'll get to try out all kinds of different things on the menu. You will satisfy your hunger craving to get some good food, and you'll save money, and then everybody pitches in a little bit towards the bill. And before you know it, you've walked out and you've saved a ton of money, and you're smiling because you're happy and you have more money to put into your savings account. So make sure you do that. And if you need to downsize, this is very, very important for the people out there that's living beyond your means or you're, you had a job at one time that was paying a certain amount and now it's not. So you have to always leave yourself the option to downsize. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a smart business move. Donald Trump, who is one of our billionaire people, you know, huge role model. If you look at how he does things, he's somebody that does that. I mean, you've got Bill Gates downsizing, all kinds of different people. And, I mean, Bill Gates, you know, <laughs> downsizing for him is like upsizing for all of us, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so if you need to downsize your car or your home due to the economic downturn until later on when things smooth out with the economy, don't hesitate. Just go right on ahead and do it because you can always get those things again later. But your well-being and, the, and your living and the ability to survive and take care of your family, that comes first. Yes, so always don't remember up. that. That is right, baby. Don't keep up with the Joneses. And last but not least, seek counseling. There are many free state agencies willing to help you mm-hmm. put a plan in place that can not only get you back on track, right. but they can keep you on track as well, baby. That's right. And for more info on strategies and tips on surviving this economy, all you got to do is go to Google.com and type in the search box, um, survival tips for a bad economy or the economy. And as soon as you do... Oh, my goodness, all kinds of different things are going to come up. There's going to be some of them that's going to lead you to a screen that's going to say, enter your zip code or your city. Don't be afraid. No one will know it's you. Just go ahead and put it in because it's going to pull up different resources that your area, your general area has for you. 
So make sure, again, we were talking about the economy and giving you guys some great tips and ideas on how to survive it, but the main and most important thing is watch your spending. We're not going to say, you know, because it sounds so negative to say, oh, my God, don't spend a dime. Don't go out and buy a newspaper. Don't go out and get the things that you need. You can do that, but keep track of it and know that until everything smooths out, you have to be very, 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 very tedious in keeping your records and trying to only spend what is necessary. That is 100% correct. I will agree with you on that one, baby. And you know, as always, you can join us at 347-215-8305, or you can always get into our chat room, whether you want to get on the line or chat with us. But in the news. Oh, my God, you guys. Strikes by the Eiffel Tower workers, anger tourists. Uh-oh. And I said that slow because I want you guys to understand. You know, that's in Europe. That's in Paris, the Eiffel Tower. Tourists that had planned on going there for the Easter holidays, chances are they are going to be left out of the city's most famous tourist attraction. And they're, they're going to be rather frustrated because the workers for the company that runs the Eiffel Tower have been on strike for two days now, Uh-oh. complaining of overstalled pay increases. As a result, the tower was essentially closed on Wednesday and Thursday. Negotiations with those workers was ongoing today. So the tower remained closed Friday, though, however. Around 300 workers completed blocked, completely, excuse me, blocked the Eiffel Tower. Can you guys believe that from tourists on Wednesday? So if you are planning to go to Paris, I mean, I wish we could, but we can't. Um, (laughs) Just know that you won't be seeing the Eiffel Tower unless the strike ends before you get there. Wow, they blocked the Eiffel Tower? They're like, don't come in here. We've been playing for real. Okay, check this, baby. Priest runs over, I'm going to say that again, priest runs over, churchgoers, cops say. Forest Hills, Pennsylvania, authorities and witnesses say a woman lost her leg and at least five other people were injured when a priest drove into a group of people after a Good Friday service in Pennsylvania. Oh, no. Yes, baby. The crash happened in the parking lot of St. Marie's Catholic Church in Forest Hills, just east of Pittsburgh. Authorities and witnesses say the priest drove into a group of people on a patio where uh, older people typically wait for their ride. Angela Thomas, a nurse and parishioner, says she saw the woman's severed leg and gave her her belt to use as a tourniquet. She also tended to a man pinned under the car. Thomas says the priest told her the accelerator just went. At least five people were taken to the hospital. and Witnesses say that the priest actually was uh, served at St. Morris Church. So, we really, really pray for them, and that is really unfortunate. So hopefully that all works out, babe. Oh, most definitely. And on a, on a higher note, you guys, California is going to be selling more municipal bonds. And I'm going to talk kind of fast because we're getting close to that special guest joining Uh-oh. us. And I do not want this segment to run into the time when I'm not going to say if it's a he or a she. When they get here, I want to be able to bring them straight on the show. So the state, which just completed one of the largest muni bond offerings in U.S. history, which is California, plans to sell taxable rather than tax-free bonds. The offerings could raise as much as $4 billion. So we're kind of talking a little bit about the economy getting a boost again, like we talked about in the main part of the show in the first segment. Um, They're saying that this time the state plans to sell taxable rather than tax-free bonds. The offering, which could come next week, um, or by the end of the week, by April 20th, could raise as much as $4 billion. The spokeswoman, um, spokesman excuse me, for the state treasurer has told everyone part of the offering would finance projects that California needs that don't qualify for tax-free funding. So it's going to help the city with much-needed funds. 
So if you are in that area and you want to help out, definitely they're going to be selling them. So keep your eyes and ears open and try to jump in there and buy some. Or you can call us and uh, invest in the Doug Christie <laughs> Municipal Fund. Okay, oh listen, God. I got a drum roll. We whoa, 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 what you talking about? Drum roll. Drum roll, because I'm about to announce drum. We want to also announce we will begin production on our new TV show entitled The Low that most of you have already heard about next month. And we are excited to share with you that you too, again I will say you too, can participate by emailing or calling us to let us know who you want to see us have on the show. Oh, my goodness, that's right, y'all. We will be having special guests on the TV show as well, and you can have your say on who we bring on if you email us at www.salesatjackiechristie.com or go to our MySpace, which is myspace.com forward slash Jackie and Doug Infinite Love. Again, I'll repeat that. You can email us at salesatjackiechristie.com or our MySpace, myspace.com forward slash Jackie and Doug, Infinite Love, and that's on MySpace, or call us. Now, I'm going to give you the call-in number. You can call 888-733-7105. Again, that's 888-733-7105. And while we wait for our special guest, guess what? We have for you guys some fashion lifestyle tips and ideas, people. Yes, it is time for a few fashion and lifestyle Should I go tips. first? Should I go first, honey? Yeah, get okay. it off. I'm going to go first. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here we go. Cool T-shirts, okay? You guys, that is right. Spring is upon us, and the T-shirts are always, they always will be in fashion, and they will be a staple. Speaking of cool T-shirts, I want to tell you guys a little secret. Uh-oh. I just happened. <laughs> I just happened to have an awesome, hot, and ultra sexy T-shirt line coming out May 9th, my husband's birthday. <gasps> that everybody, and I'm talking about everybody, will really adore. They're gorgeous. We have a spokesmodel. Her name would be Shani, and we have another spokesmodel who is going to surprise everyone. He's a gorgeous recording artist. I won't give you more than that. You got to stay tuned because we're going to be talking a lot about it next week on next week's show, so you got to tune in. But for more information, you can go to www.jackiechristie.com, and you can kind of get a little tiny bit of little, you know, click on little banners and different things like that and see little, you know, exciting things that's going on with the line. But it is called Colored Girl, and um, there's also my book that will be coming out in conjunction with the line that is called Proud to be a Colored Girl. I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. It's a very, very positive setup, and um, I can't wait to share it with the world. No question, baby. <laughs> I got for everybody out there, uh, I'm sorry I, I'm not coming like that because that was real live, uh, a massage. That is right, a special treat mm-hmm. for the ladies, fellas. Think. Use your head. You know what you can do for a couple of bucks? You will save in a spa. Give your lady a massage. It will work out for you, no question. A massage? Oh, my God, you That's guys, that would be great. But guess what? I know everybody's going, well, where is the special guest? Where is the special guest? We're going to give you a little hint on who he is. further 
ado, we want to welcome to the show, everybody, of our very special guest, recording artist Kobe O'Donis. Kobe O'Donis' first single, What You Got, featuring Akon, was released on February 26, 2008, and in April 2008, he was featured on the dance hit Just Dance, alongside Con Live label mate, Lady Jaja. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. His second single, titled Don't Turn Back, was released on June 24, 2008. Kobe's debut album, Kobe O, was released on September 16, 2008. And Kobe performed his hit, What You Got, which you just heard, at the U.S. Open's Arthur Ashe Kids Day and was recently featured as an opening act for the New Kids on the Block, which is huge. On November 23, 2008, he performed the national anthem at the 2008 MLS Cup. Kobe was featured on the beautiful, the song The Beautiful from Akon's 2008 album Freedom, and on December 4, 2008, he received a Grammy Award nomination for Best Dance Recording for his contribution on Lady Zsa's Just Dance. Hey, Kobe, are you with us? Yes. Fantastic. We are happy and very honored to have you join us here on the show. Oh, thank no you. No question. How you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Oh, no question. That is a very, very impressive Grammy nomination. You're working with Akon. Uh, I mean, oh we just God. want to say, first of all, congratulations. Because it oh, thank like you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, tell us, because our listeners, they, they've emailed questions and different things. And then first and foremost is, how was it to work with Akon? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, he's a great guy, you know. Overall, he's a, just a really nice human being, so it was just a lot of fun. Wow, oh my God, that's exciting. How did how did you know do being a recording artist was something that you wanted to do, Kobe? Uh, my whole life I always loved music. I always loved singing and then, you know, um I just always was dancing and singing and uh you know, I started playing guitar when I was nine years old and uh I just pretty much just always loved the music and you know, that's how I realized, you know, that this is what I wanted to do to like make a living and just you know, this is why I love to do it. So, you know, I chased it as a career. You know, with the with your guitar, with mm-hmm. your dancing, with your singing, do you have one of those that, you know, that you just really love more than the other, or do you try to, you know, give them and nurture Actually, each I, one I the same? Whatever I'm doing at that moment in time, I love that the most. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh my God, that's exciting. Do you got any new videos coming out? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll let you go on my next thing off the album, Kobeo. Um, that's that's gonna be coming out soon, and we've just been doing a lot of a lot a lot of music right now, getting ready for the second album, working on that. Fantastic. Well, you know, we got a daughter. Her name is Shani, and she adores your music, Kobe. And I'm definitely going to email you some of her stuff and and let you check her out because she's like, oh, my God, Mom, he's just like the best. So we just just (laughs) come And she's listening on the show right now, by the way. Say hi, Shani. Oh, she's she, not going to say it, honey. She, she said, Mama, tell them I'm not going to speak. But she's there. She's joining <laughs> us. And um, I have a question for you. Some of our listeners want to know, um, can you share with us any of your new projects you're working on and also where can they get in touch with you? Where's your website at so that they can join your fan club? Kobeo.com. Uh, That's my MySpace. You go on there. Kobe. and then, uh, Yeah. Can can you still because now I, I see that you're you just you're rising in popularity and it's going to go off the charts. Can you still go out in public or do you get mobbed by those adoring <laughs> fans? Yeah, I, re- I I really don't go out much anymore just because oh, you know wow. I'm, oh my I'm God. just more of an indoors person now. I stay inside all the time. I'm always home, just either making music because my studio's at home, so I'm oh. always there just doing music all the time. I never leave really. I mean, I only go out when I have to eat really now. <laughs> <laughs> so so you love being in the studio. Yeah, I love being in the studio. I'm always in there, always, all the time. Did did uh, the studio in your house, is that something that, you know, someone gave you advice to get or something that you just decided to do? Actually, it's something to that do? I built up over the years after working with producers over the years since I was a 
since I was 10. I've been working with music producers. I just kind of built equipment over the years, and, you know, now it's like my main studio. I've recorded, you know, what you got, you know, Just Dance, Beautiful. Wow. Um, all the records that I've been featured on, all these, everything I just recorded in my studio. Oh, oh my God. Well, I, I just want to tell you, your music is off the chain. And how would somebody reach out to you? Do you got management where they can, you know, because I know a lot of people are going to be like, I want to do something with them. I want to work with them. Yeah, my MySpace. My MySpace, Kobeo.com. Ah, okay. Yeah. So do you, you re, uh, respond to the people yeah, personally? Yeah, MySpace. I actually do that myself. I'm actually looking at it right now. You are? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's actually on there right now, but definitely this is this is just huge. It's exciting. We've got a lot of people on the call lines. If you guys want to ask him a question, jump right in, keep it keep it positive, keep it responsible. But I mean this is just huge. I, I have so many questions I want to ask you, but I'll let you Well, you know what? I I'm as we're looking on our chat room, our listeners are asking I'm sorry about this, but our listeners are asking, Do you have a girlfriend, Kobe? <laughs> nah, no girlfriend, not right now. There you go. You right. see, stay in focus, y'all. Get out of the chat room saying that stuff. Okay. No question. What's your favorite song at all the ones you've recorded? Okay. Um, Beautiful is one of my, my top right now. Beautiful? Yeah. Yeah, I love I Beautiful. I would have to agree. Now, with, with, such, with such great people that you've been around, New Kids on the Block is really, really big. How was that experience? I was really cool, man. I had a lot of fun. I mean... It blew me away how after so many years they were sold out on every arena, so that was just crazy really? to me. But it was a lot so, of fun, man. They're really cool guys all down to earth, just normal guys, you know. They didn't they didn't fall off. You opened for them. They were packed houses everywhere you went. Everywhere. They, we actually did it. Sometimes we would do the same arena three nights in a row. Get out of oh here. It was packed out every night. Like, <laughs> oh there was not God. one seat, not one seat open. of like, and there was over 20,000 people in every arena, so it was, like, beyond packed, and they were like, like crazy, crazy, like fanatic fans. It was, it was nuts. Wow. So did did you get to watch the shows that they were? Oh yeah, yeah. Through, I like, stuck around every after every show just to hang and watch. You know. Oh man, oh, I, I bet you. I mean, because you can learn so much from guys who have been there, who have done it, and that that is awesome. But to know that they are still packing the house, that is oh crazy. yeah, packing like crazy. I was like, oh, my shot. God. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> That is awesome. Well, Kobe, you are a very important, very busy man. We know that. He's at home, everybody, doing music, as you heard. you got to stay focused. Take a take a page out of his book and, and get your own you know, projects going. Thank you oh, so yeah. much for joining us. Oh, oh my yeah, God. And we're having um, a new TV show that we're going to be doing for a segment of this, and we definitely want to have you on that so we'll contact your people. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Fantastic. Thank you, Kobe. All right, you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Everybody, that was Kobe O'Donis joining us at Los Angeles. And definitely go to his MySpace, which is MySpace forward slash Kobe O. Or you can go to his website at www.kobeodonis.com. And you can check him out there. As you can hear, that's one of my favorite songs. Um, and, you know, he's just a fabulous artist, great-looking kid. Seems like he has a wonderful head on his shoulders. And we're very honored to have had him on the show. So, again, we're going to jump right back down into the beauty and lifestyle segment. And my husband left off on massage. Yes, yeah, I'm trying to tell you men out there, cause <laughs> get the massage. It saves you money at the spa. On top of that, your ladies will love you for it. Oh, most definitely. And I've got one for you guys, the Stairmaster, ladies. Okay, the Stairmasters. Yep, that is the machine if you want to work on your glutes. You got to make sure that you get on there because it will help you to get in shape, and it would also like clump everything up, firm everything up. So jump on that stairmaster. That's one of my lifestyle tips. 
No question. And I got another one for you. There's a lot of foods that go together. You got beans and rice, but one of them that is just a perfect combination are greens and cornbread. Now you got collards, turnips, mustards. Collards are my favorite. <laughs> and if you don't like, if you don't want no pork, no problem. Get yourself some smoked turkey thighs. Ooh, slap me, slap me <laughs> down. I'm telling you, just boil them and love them up. And greens and cornbread is where that. <laughs> and the call lights is definitely lighting up. Go ahead and play your music, but please turn it down a notch so you can hear about these greens and cornbread my husband's telling you about. Let me tell you, he made some yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God, delicious. When the greens chew like they're supposed to and they have flavor and seasoning, and then he put this smoked turkey in them that just fell off of the bone. It's just delicious. And then he made cornbread, of course. It was just really, really, really good. So I can attest that what he's talking about is really something that all of you guys should try to experience as soon as you possibly can. But get somebody that knows how to throw down on them now because just putting some greens in there, some water, and they come out tough, that ain't that good. No, that's not happening. <laughs> but, well, you know, you talk about food, and that just takes us right to love and romance. That's and right. today, everybody, my wife has something special for y'all. I do? What, what do I got? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you do. No, um, here you guys go. Let me make sure that um, I'm ready for this. Yeah, I do something for my fellow here we friends. go. It's called self. This is a little spoken word before we jump into our next segment. All went dark as I thought to myself, organizing my feelings, trying to understand my mindset. Moments I talked to myself before self had to sit me down and confer with me. How can you not see the beautiful African princess that you have come to be? A queen? No. Young sister? That title you have yet to obtain. Only 24? You need to play a little longer in the game. Sitting here, Liz spoke out wondering what went wrong. Did you think of wrong when you, <laughs> when that no good brother was singing his sweet love song, uttering nothing short from lies, while the good one, yeah, the one with the glasses, the quiet one to the side, you let slide? He was calling you by your name, but I guess you're so used to being and hearing baby and shorty. You must think that those words on your birth certificates are your own. Am I so sick of the word diet? baby, <laughs> that thing behind you, yeah, that is a beautiful gift, acknowledging the mothers who came before your presence, and those are baby-bearing hips, the most gorgeous assets of a colored woman's essence. Embrace those curves. They are not flaws. They are flawless. You cry in the mirror because of the imperfections you that you, that you sometimes think that everyone will recognize, but they don't. You forget to smile for your immediate soul. But you can't see that solely in your eyes you're beautiful, little sister, so beautiful, that you grow. But with every doubt, every qualm, you knock all of that with a shadow, no young one. A queen you are not ready to be. But as soon as you let the world know and let the world go and self-rise, the forename will fit you impeccably. That was written by Anissa Leno. Can you pronounce your name, baby? Uh, Lane. I'm going to go with Lane, but I was hot. That's what it was. That's right. I it's like beautiful, that. and I understand what she's saying, and we wanted to share with you guys that please send us in your different poems, your spoken word, whatever you want us to relate to our listeners and get out there for you, we will. And definitely, um, if it's something that's original, if it's not, just please get permission, send it to us, and we'll definitely put it out there to everybody. But that one I really felt. We got actually seven submitted. That's the one that I felt really needed to, to be heard right away, and I will get to the others as well. 
And now we're we're going to share with you some questions and comments from you, of course, the listeners. Uh oh. Doug and Jackie, how long have you guys been married, and how did you know you were meant to be? And this is from Terry in Oakland, California. Terry in Oakland. Well, my wife and I have been married uh, now 14 years, and you know what it is? Is you know. That's how I knew, because it's something that you can't really put your finger on, but no, you know, Terry. So if you do know, you know. (laughs) Number two. But what is the definition of infinite love that you talk about in your book? And this is the hometown, Seattle, Washington, Marty. Oh, okay. I would say the infinite um, love definition to that is just, you know, infinite love could be about yourself, about the way you feel about your child, the way you feel about each other. Um, Myself and my husband's uh, book is titled um, No Ordinary Love. We talk a lot about infinite love inside of the book, and it's just when you love something or someone infinitely. There is no boundaries, no limits, no nothing. So that's the best way and the easiest way to describe it from my side. No question. I think she looked at my notes, y'all, because I got right here. I swear to you, it says love without boundaries or limitations. It says what it says. I I wrote it down. I got it right here in front of me. I didn't do it. Yes, you did. No, I swear I did not. But that's beautiful because that means that we're on the same page. We're on the wavelength. Keep it up. Here we go, you guys. This is the last question. Doug and Jackie, what's the most sexiest thing about each other? And this is from Michael D. from New Orleans. You know, it, Michael, it would be easy to say something physical, obviously, but the sexiest thing to me about my wife is her commitment to the love that we have. That's just oh. is super sexy, so that's uh, where I'm at with it. And I would have to say my husband's physique. I'm not even going to lie, okay? We're talking eight-pack ladies out there, not six-pack, eight-pack. Stop okay. it. Now, even though we don't have one necessarily, if they have one, it's just, it's just every. No, I'm just joking. My husband's mental um, capacity, and when I say that, yes, he's intelligent and all that stuff and graduated from high school and all the different stuff and, you know, attended college and everything. You know, he um, – anyway, he's just – he has the capacity to just be the smartest person I know. So I would have to say that's the sexiest thing because we can talk about anything and everything. And I remember when we first met, I was like – where's your conversation at, honey? And he's like, right here. And I was like, can you go deep? I was joking with him, but, I mean, he started conversating, blew me away. I'll never forget, we was at our place in Federal Way in the kitchen, and I thought, oh, my God, he is super intelligent. He won't show it when he's first talking to people, but, I mean, you got to get to know him, and uh, you'll be amazed. He knows something about everything, so... That's what I would have to say. I can keep going on if you guys want. I mean, do you want me to keep going? No, jack of all trades, (laughs) master of none. (laughs) I have a surprise for you guys. You know, we talked about in the tips real quick before we jumped into sports. We talked about um, next week's show, and it's going to talk about my new book and clothing line that's coming out here pretty quick, within 30 days. And we have somebody real special on our label. He's one of our artists, and he did a special um, treat for us. So we're going to give you a little glimpse into it, and then we're going to jump right on in to our next segment. So hold on, let me find it for you, honey. She's searching through the records, y'all. We got we we put ours on on wax. We got it on wax.
personality. about jumping obviously we're getting athletic with it so we're going to jump into the world of sports and i know somebody out there jumping around right now is it raining is it hot is it wet whistle where you at not far frank there you there you go well first of all whistle unc congrats to the ncaa champions you got to take your hat off they played a fantastic game i would have to i wouldn't say flawless but the darn near they took michigan state out from the beginning and uh, the 2009 NCAA champions, North Carolina Tar Heels. What did you think about that game? Well, you know what? Um, honestly, you have to give it up and uh, bow down and give them their credit. Where credit is due, they argue we have one of the better, if not the uh, of all time when we talk about college basketball. So it's huge. And uh, when we're talking about Tyler Hasbro. So, uh, uh you know, they had a lot going for them. Uh, they really looked good out there. They were dominant, and they handled their business. What can you say? Congratulations. No, no question. And the UConn women, I believe it was a 38-0. and I could be wrong, a 39-0. and But an undefeated season, obviously, you have to take your hats off to the Huskies. Uh, you know, a question that's been floating around is, could their coach, uh, who was who a man, could he – really transcend and go into the men's ranks and be successful. What do you think about that, Wizzle? You know what? I think that the whole thing about basketball and coaching is respect being earned uh, if it's not by what you've done in the past, by what you're doing right now. And, and if you can get people to buy in and believe in, in the type of system that you're try, 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 excuse me, trying to lay down. But with that being said, yes. I do believe he would be a great coach. He does implement a plan. He is passionate about what he does, and he's an X and O guy. So all those type of things, they work in his favor. And I'm, without without a doubt, I think that he would be good. Not to say that he would ever change because he's got something good, and hopefully he keeps on with that. We're going to jump around in sports, Whistle. And the boys of summer are back, obviously. We know that is the MLB, Major League Baseball. And all I want from you, I mean, obviously you got the Yankees, you got the Red Sox, you got the Phillies, the Rays, the Angels. There's so many teams out there. Who is your early World Series pick? I'm going with the New York Mets. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Mets. I'm going to go with the Rays. I don't think a lot of people realize the the type of team they have. Uh, they've added a little bit more talent in terms of pitching, 
uh, this off season. So uh, we'll see the type of run they have this year. Uh, obviously, the the, the champions, uh, the Phillies, uh, will represent themselves well. Uh, but I think there's a lot of in, intriguing matchups out there. No question about it. Keep your eye on it. Baseball is starting out. Opening day was the other day all over this great nation. And I'm telling you, get out to the ballpark and enjoy some of that good weather. Now, on a sour note in Major League Baseball, Los Angeles uh, Angels lost 22-year-old pitcher Nick Adenhart. Uh, to a car accident whistle. Uh, I mean, I know the Angels Nation is right now reeling, but uh, can can they recover from something like this? Because they were out west, they were looking to be uh, really, really dominant, and uh, he looked like he's stepping into his own. So, so can the Angels? Do you think recover? Um, yes, they have to recover. Um, will it be this year? That you know, those type of things remain to be seen. But that's the, those are things that are the inevitable in terms of when we're talking about life and uh, th- just the realization that every day is so so very very precious and um, you know I, I, I really shake it hits home with not only baseball fans but you know anybody who just happened to hear the story around the world so uh, uh, you know my heart goes out to their family I'm sure is everyone, uh, all the listeners out there as well. Uh, It's really a tragic story. No question about it. In the world of golf, the Masters is going on right now. Obviously, it concludes tomorrow, Sunday. They've got some big hitters. Big names are back right now. Mickelson, Woods, they're hovering around two to three under. Right now, the leader, Ken Perry, 11. Chad Campbell, I believe he finished the day at nine. And, uh, you know, Tiger Woods seems to be struggling a little bit, hasn't hit it as well as he probably would have liked in putting. It looks like they're putting on, on linoleum tight. Also, Anthony Kim whistle today, or was that yesterday, excuse me, 11 birdies for a round of seven under. And uh, today he's right now at four under overall. Do you got to pick? I'm going to go with Angel Cabrera, the Argentinian. He's nine under. I think he will win, my friend. What do you got? You know what, and that was exactly my pick myself. Hey, hey I was reading your cheat sheet from all the way over here, baby. You just got to be honest and give it up. The guy really looks like he's confident, and you realize when, when people have their opportunity in front of them and the type of sleep they'll, sleep they'll have this evening and, and the way they'll prepare. And I think that he's realized this is his opportunity to put that green jacket on. So we'll see what goes down with it. No question. Jim Furyk is in the hunt also, but we got Angel Cabrera. The whistle picks him. Uh, I pick him. The Argentina should dominate on Sunday. We will see, everybody. Now, the NBA whistle, they're winding down the season. Uh, we're looking for KG to come back in the final game against the Wizards. Do you think this is smart? Uh, does it give him some time? And obviously, that, that's what I'm thinking. They're trying to give him some time and make sure that he's feeling okay for this playoff run. But what do you think about uh, Boston bringing KG back for the final game? Well, and I completely agree with you and with what they're trying to do. Uh, you can get out there and play and try to go hard and practice, but there is a complete difference uh, once you're absolutely trying to go and you're on the stage and then and, and, and the lights are on and everything is saying go. 
and uh, and see how everything reacts in the checklist and all those type of things because we're talking about a franchise player, the backbone of your franchise in terms of when you're talking about the Boston Celtics. So, yeah, it's a good way to gauge where he's going to be for the playoffs, what we can do for the future, and try to figure out the injury a little bit more because obviously they don't got a good hold of it. That is right. Bone spurs are something, ladies and gentlemen. I've had them. I had them removed. They thought I was crazy, but I'm telling you, bone spurs are nothing to play with. Now, Sunday, tomorrow, ESPN slash ABC, however you want to look at that. Check out the Hornets and the Mavs. And also, the Celtics that we just spoke about are going up against uh, LeBron James and the Cavs. So check that out. Wizzle, we got, uh, I mean, this is no matchup. Yet, in either the East or the West, is set in stone as, as well as of last night. It could have changed already today. But that just, I, I really think it, it leads for highly competitive playoffs and maybe, maybe some upsets. I just wanted to get your idea. Last, last week we talked about, but now they're, they're switching around. All of a sudden now in the West you're looking at L.A. instead of playing the Mavs. Now they're playing the Jazz. The Jazz have lost five out of six. you got the Nuggets and the Mavs now. Uh, the Rockets and the Hornets and the Blazers and the Spurs. What out of those matchups intrigue you the most? You know, every matchup in the West is intriguing. Obviously, I'm wondering what type of team uh, the Utah Jazz are are, are going to show up because obviously they got a lot of talent. Uh, they've been getting everybody back at the right time in terms of uh, coming off their injury injury uh, injury bench. But uh, it just seems to have everything you need to really give it a true run, and uh, they seem to come up short. But then on the other end of the spectrum, the Houston Rockets is really, really intriguing to me. They play remarkably well, and uh, they really look like they're handling business, so you got to give a lot of credit to Rick Adelman. So, uh, honestly, let's, let's go with the Rockets. I really like the way the Rockets are looking right now. No question about it. I would have to agree with you. One that really intrigues me is if the Mavs can move up to six and they play the Rockets, that is a, a interstate rivalry that could really shake up some things because the Mavs just happen to be playing well right now. But probably the scariest team in the West would have to be the Blazers. They're not scary because they're a great team. Scary because they're young, youthful, got some good players. Roy's playing well, but Aldridge, obviously at the power forward, is playing out of his mind right now. And you don't know what you're going to get with the big fella Odom inside. I mean, is he going to is he going to show up and dominate? And they they beat the Lakers last night. Uh, probably the scariest team in the West is between I would say the Rockets and the Blazers. But the most intriguing matchup if the Mavs can get the six. The Rockets-Mavs could be something for everybody to watch out. Now in the Eastern Conference, Wizzle, right now we got uh, the Cavs versus Detroit, Boston, and Chicago. Those 76ers will be looking to play those three-point shooting Orlando Magic and the Hawks and the Heat. Now, uh, just looking at that, I, I would say anybody should be worried about playing the Detroit Pistons, but the Cavaliers may have their number. What are you looking at as far as intriguing in the Eastern Conference? You know, it's basically whatever team that the Miami Heat are playing because I, I really, really believe that they're as good as the Wayne Wade is uh, willing to put out each, each possession. Uh, he really, really is playing at a high level right now. And, uh, MVP talk aside, we're just talking about the right way to play basketball. And if you had to pull out a buck 
to spend your dollar on who you would pay to see and be entertained by, that might be Dwayne Wade, man, because the dude is a nut. He does what, you know, he does it the way you would like to see it done or the way you imagine seeing it done. So uh, I, I, the, the Heat are really, really dangerous right now. I totally agree with you. Looking at D. Wade, uh, you know, with the the Hawks at four, is it hype uh, inside? I, I don't know if they have enough. Obviously, uh, the the Heat have added some people on the interior. Their young fellas are starting to play, and Dwayne Wade, like you said, is out of his mind. So everybody watch the the Miami Heat four or five matchup with the Hawks could be very very interesting. Now. April 25th, Whistle, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, ESPN, NFL Draft is coming. And, you know, you can go through the draft picks and all of that stuff, but who do you think, because I'm watching Sanchez and I'm watching Stafford, and both of them are talking about going in the first round, obviously, high picks. There's maybe two separating them right now. they got Stanford rated a, a little bit higher. But uh, who do you think is the first QB that, that you would pick? I, I'm loving Stafford's. Uh, he's got a rocket arm, but Sanchez, uh, some pizzazz. He's a leader. He looks to, to know what he's doing out there. Who would you take first? You know, that's a very, very interesting question because I know mechanics-wise, hey, I was wondering, who's that kid for Georgia? He drops back and the ball leaves his hands so quick and it's to the point where he wanted to be with accuracy. And those are things that you look for in terms of a quarterback just to get rid of the ball. But uh, there's something about a Pac-10 dude. I'm, I'm being a little bit biased, but uh, he's been in the right system. He understands winning. He understands playing at a high level and, and holding himself accountable to playing at that level. So i got to go with Mr. Sanchez on this one. I totally agree with you. I'm looking at him, and the kid looks like he can play some football. He's not scared. As you said, he comes from the Pac-10. And that's not to say the SEC isn't a dominant confidence because they are, but Pac-10, uh, we're on the left coast, so we're going to stay with Sanchez on that one. Now, if you paid attention in the NFL, Jeff Garcia, 39-year-old Jeff Garcia, I might add, is uh, signing on with the Oakland Raiders, and I just wanted to get your comment, Whistle, about what he does for Jamarcus Russell, because I, I think that the Oakland Raiders are going to surprise a lot of people. They can run the football, and uh, I really think that they're going to surprise some people this year. Obviously, nowhere but up for them because they've been having some terrible years, but does Jeff Garcia really help Jamarcus Russell? How do you see that? Oh, without a doubt, uh, you get a different type of uh, presence uh, during drills, during uh, uh, locker room meetings. Uh, you talking about a veteran to look at, to check out, uh, to understand. I'm sure that Jeff Garcia is going to take Jamarcus under his wings and really, really show him, hey, this is what you need to be doing because his talent, his body, and uh, the type of uh, gifts that he has are are really, really, uh, uh, really very unique. So. Uh, I think that it's only positive you get a, a true uh, a weapon to push him and to, to, to up the, the play at the quarterback position when you're talking about uh, in the drills and, and, and fighting for time and all that type of stuff. So it's going to be great. I think Jamarcus will benefit hugely, and I think that uh, Mr. Garcia will take advantage of his time if, if anything does happen because that's what a backup is paid to do. There it is. You heard it from college. We're talking boys of summer, NFL, and everything in between. It has been the whistle right here, whistle, as always, until next week. Same time, same station. We enjoy it.
<laughs> Man, you guys are talking about the greens. Y'all still got some left over? <laughs> <laughs> Cornbread too, Daddy. Yeah. Everybody, you know what time it is. We got five minutes to go, and we ain't gonna run your last little bit of time out without raising your little bit of business. That would be Mister. That's it, Mister. Magnificent, marvelous, Marvin That's the one. And that's why I love not just my husband, but also the singers here. And I was in kindergarten. I love this song. I was told that if I did dance to this song, I was going to get a spank. And only my husband could see that dance. Okay? Check y'all out next week. Same time, same place. Until then, peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.